and we're back for the fifth episode of our weekly podcast, A Home Man Advantage. I am Sam Herring, accompanied by Jude Swisher. Are you ready to get into some U.S. Open predictions, Jude? Oh, man, I'm so excited. Um, so this, this week, we're going to try something just a little bit different. Um, instead of asking all of our questions, like, at the end of the podcast, we're going to answer some of them in between the weights. So split it up, shake it up, so it's not just, like, you know, the same thing every time. Um, I'd like to remind our listeners, please... Send us questions. Um, we have an email, hmadadvantage at gmail.com. Um, we have a Twitter, HMA underscore pod. Um, I want to just say thank you real quick um, to all the guys who sent us in questions, um, both on our email and Twitter. It's it's just so great to hear all this feedback and just show that, you know, people care and people are listening. It's pretty great. Yes, it is. So, Sam, you ready to hop into the, the freestyle predictions? Let's get going. Let's start at 57 kilograms, and I'll just read a list of competitors that we think um, could have a chance of getting on the top of the podium or anywhere near there. Uh, We'll start with Thomas Gilman, Dayton Fix, Vito Arugia, Nate Tomasello, Sebastian Rivera, Nick Piccinini, Frank Pirelli, Darian Cruz, Eddie Kilmara, Zane Richards, and Jesse Delgado. Mm. What are you thinking about that group, Drew? Oh my gosh, so tough. So tough. I'm really excited for the U.S. Open. I'm, I haven't marked on my calendar, um, and I'm just counting down the days. And, you know, 57 is no joke. So I think the top three in this weight um, are Dane Fix, Nato, um, and Thomas Gilman. And, um, you know, obviously, Thomas beat uh, – he beat Dayton Fix last year at Final X pretty handedly. Uh, but then in 2017, he also beat – he beat Nato, like – buzzer beater you know i think it was world team trials i believe yeah no, um, it was the u.s open oh u.s open sorry um but you know i i think gilman's my picks to win it but i would not be surprised if dayton or nato take it um what do you think sam yeah so my picks are dayton fix at number one thomas gilman number two and nate tomasello number three same thing basically yeah so my reason for picking dayton ahead of gilman um, is, first of all, I love Dayton Fix, and I love the way he wrestles. Um, not to say that I don't love uh, Thomas Gilman, but um, I think that Dayton Fix's style will match up with a little bit more gameplay, and now he's felt him. Something that Dayton Fix has mentioned that he loves um, is feeling a guy out. Uh, the second time you wrestle him, Dayton Fix normally does better, I will say. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, so I just think Dayton Fix's style uh, just works great for Gilman. And even though Final X happened last year, uh, I'm pretty confident in Dayton Fix, but who knows? Right. And also, you know, Dayton's gotten so much better than since then. He had, a, you know, an entire year in the college room. Um, really just changes a guy. Makes I think it's just going to be great either way. I wouldn't, I'm not going to be upset if any of these represent us at the Worlds this year so i would absolutely agree i mean we got a junior world champ here and a uh, senior world silver medalist right at the top of this and then um just like to keep in mind that final x lincoln spot is on the line of this this weekend at 57 kilos Mm. nice so um right now we're going to go into um our first question so we're going to try to throw in questions in there um our first question comes from uh uh I Finn Dumbelor. Oh, yeah. So, Finn asks, um, if Rob Cole has two four-time national champs, is he the GOAT coach? Um, and I'm going to say, <laughs> definitely. You know, 
Uh, Rumpel is uh, awesome. Very cool. So my thoughts on this, um, we have to really just, in order to prove that he's the GOAT coach, we have to define what GOAT coach means. And -hmm. is that coaching individuals to national titles, or is that coaching uh, team titles and many of those, or is it? Well, yeah, I think it's definitely going to be to individual titles because, um, you know, also, like, he was was pretty close there with um, Gabe Dean, and uh, obviously Max Dean's coming up too, so. Um, and if we're going to go based off of uh, individual national champions and individual um, awards, then I would absolutely say Rob, Goal. Mm-hmm. Rob Cole is the GOAT coach if, if Yanni wins two more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much for that question. So. Mm-hmm. Right on uh, the 61 kilos. Yeah, should I read it or you read it? You go ahead. Okay. So our competitor list at 61 kilograms is um, compiled of Nico Megalutis, Tyler Graff, Cody Brewer, Tony Ramos, Corey Clark, Johnny DeJulius, Earl Hall, and Alan Waters. Sam, what's your top three? Um, I'm not sure how the brackets play out, mm-hmm. um, but I'm just going to say to start um, that this one was super, super tough for me, and I've changed it up a couple times. Um, but it's going to look like at number one, Corey Clark, number two, Tony Ramos, and number three, Nico Megalurgis. Wow. Wow. Nico taking third. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, because for me, I have Nico winning it, uh, Corey Clark taking second, and then Tony Rainbows. Um, I think he's going to take third. But, um, yeah. Do you, uh, do you have any specific reason why you have Nico taking third? Why have Nico taking third? I just yeah. don't believe he's proven uh, to be better than Corey Clark. I believe he lost to him last year in the U.S. Open. Did. And then Tony Ramos is a two-time world team member who won the U.S. Open at 61 kilos in 2017. I just believe um, he's he's better than Nico. I, I love the way that Nico wrestles, and he's attacking, and he won't stop shooting. I love watching guys like that, but I, mm-hmm. I believe that Tony Ramos is just too seasoned um, – and I think he's he's just that much better than Nico. And then same for Corey Clark. Um, they wrestled before, right? Tony Ramos and Nico. Uh, if they have, I do not remember it. I was uh yeah, not the, paying I, attention. I found the match. It was um, it was the U.S. Open, I think. Um, yeah, I believe so. Here, I got the match. I don't know who won though. Um. But they have wrestled before, so that's good to hear. Yes, um, Let's see. Oh, you want to ask our next question? Let's do that. And uh, next question is coming from a good friend from Pennsylvania, Dyson Gould. Mm. Um, this is, with Joe Cologne coming off of Pan Am Championships, do you think that influenced his match against Suriano confidence-wise? And I would say, to answer that question, that... Confidence-wise, I think Joe Colon is fine. I don't think he needs much confidence um, to wrestle Nick Suriano. I mean, he's a, he's a world bronze medalist, um, and I don't see him having any confidence issues against Nick Suriano. But I definitely think it kind of shows, and even though uh, Pan Championship doesn't mean that much, uh, he did beat the returning world champion. Yeah, Rodriguez. Um, not really detect him. Not maybe 100% Rodriguez. He does not peak right. for many uh, 
many events. Um, but especially because he gutted him, and Nick Soriano has never wrestled a high-level freestyle, I believe that um, it kind of shows that Joe Cologne has another way other than takedowns and defense to beat Nick Soriano. Yeah, I um, I agree. I don't think confidence was ever really an issue. Like, Joe really proved to himself, like, at Worlds last year. And he, pr- he definitely proved to me, like, he is one of the best guys in the entire world. He's just, he's fantastic. And I think he's going to beat Soriano. I really do. Um, but I don't think the Pan Ams themselves are going to influence his confidence. Because all of these guys at the very highest level, all of them are just extremely confident. Um, and, you, you know, it's just a mindset that they have. Like, they're just fierce competitors. So I think that's my answer. Um, but thanks for the yeah. question. That was Let's a see. good one, Dyson. Uh, on to 65. We've oh, got, boy, 65. Yeah, this one's nuts. Absolutely nuts. Every guy in here pretty much has a chance of placing top three. Bananas. Um, so we're going to start with Bryce Meredith, Dean Heil, Frank Molinero, Jaden Ironman, Joey McKenna, Jordan Oliver, Montel Marion, Nick Dardanes, Nick Lee, Yanni Diakamahalis, and Zane Rutherford. Gosh, oh, it's so great. It's so much. And, like, what, do they place top eight? Um, yes, I do believe so. So, like, three of the guys on these lists are, are not even, they're not even going to get a medal. It's that's just, true. That's just crazy. Wow. Okay, so, um, my, my top three, um, are, you know, Zane Train, the Zaniac, Zane Rutherford, um, then at second, I think he's going to beat J.O. Um, and then for third, I think I'm going to take the Gorilla Hulk, Frank Molinero. Um, the reason I think Zane's going to beat him, even though like J.O. did beat Zane at the AWL and the U.S. Open, Zane has just been on. He, I think he's has he's had his time to prepare, and I think he's going to make it count this match. Um, and I, th- I think he's going to get it done against J.O. Um I think that's that's really all I have to say. Um, I don't. I'm not going to be surprised if any of these other competitors that we've listed make the make the finals, just because it's so deep, so deep. So it is so deep. And uh, something interesting: round one, according to the uh, the precedes, Dean Hiles, Zane Rutherford. Wow, that's five oh. NCAA titles. Yeah, that's insane. And um, also round one. Uh, Yanni Diakamahalis, Bryce Meredith. That's a that's uh, the um, the rematch of 2018 NCAA, NCAA finals. finals, which was it was literally won in the last two seconds. You know, cradle from Yanni. That's crazy. Um, who are your top three, Sam? Yeah, so I've got I've got two things to explain. I've got the first and second uh, place match to explain, and I've got the third and fourth because uh, a lot of people disagree with me. I believe. I've got mm-hmm. Zane Rutherford over Jordan Oliver in the finals. And explaining that, I would say exactly what you just said. I believe that Zane's had his time to prepare. Um, he's he's gotten his body smaller so that he's, his weight's going to be a lot easier to make. J.O.'s sucking down weight big time. He's not going to be uh, high on energy, which is um, a very it, – it, it's in Zane's favor especially because right. of Zane's pace. He grinds it out. He really does. And you go back to look at his um, U.S. Open match with Jordan Oliver in 2017, where I believe is the most um, authentic match with him. I'm, I'm going to say authentic because of the uh, AWL match 
plus five kilos allowance and uh zane neither of them were probably peaking for that exhibition um and so i would say in 2017 u.s open it came down to a correct throw from jo he got two from that and a hands in the face call Mm -hmm. is how he beat zane and i just don't see that happening um it's really close in this match i think zane's gonna take it and then my other uh Interesting pick is Yanni taking third. Mm-hmm. Um, and my reasoning for picking Yanni is the way he talks about his love for freestyle and his goals in freestyle um, just makes me think he's training so hard and he's so prepared for this event. Um, and this summer, I think he's going to shine. Um, and I just can't wait to see Yanni get on the mat. Now, he has an insanely tough draw coming uh He'll have Bryce Marriott, like we mentioned, round one. And if he gets out of that one, round two of Frank Molinero. And out of that one, he should have J.O. Mm-hmm. Which is just about the toughest road you could have asked for in the whole tournament. Right. Just about. Um, well, that's 65. <laughs> it's like all time. All time hard. Um, but our next question is from Chris Christian. And... um. He asks, is Team USA more likely to have one champ or five champs at Worlds this year? And, uh, Sam, what do you think? Yeah, we can just go through this weight by weight and kind of see how many we think. Uh, we'll go yes, no, maybe. Yes, no, we'll maybe. We'll go uh, Thomas Gilman. Um, and six. Yeah, I'm just going to narrow it down to that. Um, okay. I'm I just going to that... say. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to say no. I don't think I'm they gonna can. I'm going to say no as well. Um, and then, okay, 61, we're going to have Cologne. Yeah, Cologne. his caliber. About Cologne. I don't, um, I think Cologne could, maybe, you know, if he has, if he beats Rodriguez again, then sure, (laughs) you know, um, then what do you think? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm going to take a no on that one. I don't think he's, I think he's world medalist caliber, not world champion. Caliber. Yeah, right. Uh, 65. <sighs> maybe. Maybe. I'm going to put that one as maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't. I can't really decide because I don't know who's going to be there. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, 70. No. 70, I'm going to say no. I don't think so. Not yet. Gazzy's there. Gazzy destroyed James Green. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. And Nolf and Green are so close. It's just, I don't think so. Um, at 74, I'm going to say, uh, no. Oh, wait. No, uh, no I'm sorry. No, I was, I was looking at the, the, the U.S. Open. Uh, 74. Okay. Maybe, maybe. I'm going to say yes. I trust in my champ. Yeah. Okay. All right. 79. Maybe, yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm on the fence. Maybe yes. Maybe maybe. Who's this competition that you're worried about? I don't know. It's just. I don't know if he can replicate it. Yeah, maybe not. I think he can. I'm going yes. Okay. Um, eighty-six. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry. David Taylor is. I think, in my opinion, he's the best wrestler in, in the entire world. Um, well, he's, he just proved that in October. Right. <laughs> he is just 
jumping levels. He's just transcending, dude. I I don't I can't ever see him losing unless um no, I just can't see it. He's not So I want to ask you what's the difference between David Taylor and Kyle Dake that makes you so confident in David but you're not really sure that Kyle Dake can replicate his performance. Um hmm. That's a good question. Uh I think it's because you know every time well with the exception of he's wrestled close ones with Torblanca. But um, the the second best guy at eighty six is probably Yazdani, right? That's I would absolutely agree with that. Um, and he's David's just on another level, like compared to Yazdani, you know. But for Kyle Dake, you know, the second best guy is probably Gadji. It's Gadji. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like it's too flip floppy. I don't. I, I don't. Dake kept Gadji thirteen zero. He did, but I just don't feel like it's as easily replicable as David. You know, handedly beating Yazdani. He pinned him. You know, and then he beat him eleven five. Eleven but like, seven, I believe. He 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 breaks him. You know, he breaks the dude who can't be broken. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that. I just I don't know. Maybe I'm being <laughs> unreasonable because David Taylor's my coach. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. That's just why. I, I, yeah, I understand that. Um, and, and I'm right there with you. Right. Oh, we have gotten way off this question. Um, <laughs> Talking see. about Gadgie. Jeez. 92, Jaden Cox certainly will be a world champ this year. Yes. He definitely will. 97, Kyle Snyder. Maybe. May- maybe. <laughs> I hate Zagadaya. Oh, and yeah? I love him at the same time. His I love him at so the awesome. same time. I'm just a fan of wrestling. And then yeah. at 125, no. I'm sorry. No. I don't think Wiz can do it. Oh, wow. So the, the original question was, can we have one champ or five champs? Um, I think we are more likely to have five, I think. I just don't think I can see David or Jaden Cox losing. Um, I think that's, yeah. I think yeah, I'm gonna- I would agree. Just the I more I think about Okay. Um, let's see how many champs did I say yes. One, two, three, four. I said four. So that's and pretty darn that's close to counting, five. That's not counting Kyle Snyder. Yeah. I'm going to say five. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, USA. I think we're both going to go five. I want to start a USA chant right now. <laughs> uh, do you want to? How, let's yeah. do it at the end. No. At the end of the show. Okay. Maybe. USA chant. Okay. Hey, but Chris Christian, love your style of question asking. Great. That's, <laughs> that's right on point. Oh, yeah. It might be plagiarism, but um, I like it. <laughs> um, so, is it? I believe it's you for seventy. Maybe I'll go ahead and read them. The top two are kind of separated, and that's Jason Ulf, James Green, mm-hmm. and then just a tier below them would go Jason Chamberlain, Brandon Sorensen, Jerry Verclaren, Alec Pantelio, and the dark horse David Carr. Mm. Who's your top three? Or I guess. Who's my top three? I'll tell you my top three. Um, I'm gonna, I'm picking Nolf over Green, um, just because Nolf he's he's right out of college, and like it's shown like guys kind of peak their their first year after college, you know, guys go get medals, and James he's been out of college for a long time, so I think I'm going Nolf over Green, and then third I think I'm not super sure, but I think I'm gonna take Sorensen. Don't ask me why. Okay. 
I'm just going to okay. take him. <laughs> no, I, I totally respect that. Sorensen's been getting busy in the freestyle scene. He's uh, He's been wrestling amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, better than I've ever seen him wrestling. He's at a weight that I think is perfect for him. Um, and I think he's he's really good right now. Yeah. What about your top three, Sam? So I'm going to start with uh, Jason Nolf over James Green. Um, and my reasoning for that is, let's just say, if it was 2017 James Green, I would I would pick James Green to beat Jason Nolf. But I feel like James Green is not the optimized version that we've seen before. Right. I think that um, he did not place at the uh, at the Zagreb and yeah. the Dan Kolov and Worlds. I just don't think he's he's in there anymore. And I think it's time for the new the new star, Jason Nolf, to arrive on the freestyle scene. Yeah. Um, and that's who I'm going to pick. And then for third place, uh, like I said, the dark horse, David Carr. Uh, I, I say this because I think uh, him at 70 kilos is just perfect. It, it's the exact perfect weight for David Carr that I think he can wrestle right. his best. And I think um, his biggest competition would be maybe Jason Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's right in there with him. And I think if, if he can pull it out, and I love picking fun guys to win. I mean, right. he's a redshirt freshman wrestling senior level. Um, I think he'll do, I think he'll do well. And I'm hoping he'll take third because I really like him. Same. So, um, okay. Oh, we have our next question. It's from Jordan Simpson. He asks, what has a bigger impact on senior level success? Emphasis on the youth cadet junior international styles or the influx in money in the sport. I tend to think it's the latter. It keeps our best guys on the mat. So what, what is your opinion? What do you think? Yeah, I, w- I would absolutely agree with that. Um, that it is the influx of money in the sport. I think if it said emphasis on youth wrestling or cadet junior wrestling, then I might I might go with that, but it says international styles, and I just don't think our emphasis on uh, freestyle Greco summer summer wrestling is uh, had a bigger impact than the money on a senior right. level success. And also, uh, like for most kids, it's not freestyle isn't wrestled with the goal of making a world team. A lot of a lot of kids they just wrestle it just for something to do in the off season, and um, we don't focus on like making world teams like other countries do. Um, and I wish we did more because it would it would just make everybody better. But I'm going to agree with you. I think it's the money um, because, you know, that's just, that's it wasn't like that a couple years back. Or I guess, you know, it just wasn't like that. But I, I agree. I agree with Jordan. I agree with you. Um, I agree with everybody. So <laughs> I think um, um, something I'd love to see, and it's probably just because I'm that age, but we've got a cadet, uh, cadet world championships, junior world championships, senior, uh, U23. Let's add a schoolboy national or world championships. Oh that yeah, would be so awesome. Be dope. That'd be awesome. Be really cool. But for now, I just gotta wait till a cadet to make a world team run. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, go to seventy-four. Let's do that. All right. Uh, so there are not as many competitors in 74 as there are in the other weights, um, in my opinion. I've got Alex Marinelli. I've got Imar, Evan Witt, Dan Valamont, Logan Massa, and the wild guard, Jared Freyer. Um, oh, my gosh. 
That's just that's some heavy right there. Heavy wrestling. <laughs> I think my top three are it's gonna be Imar, um, and then I think Marinelli, and then Massa. Um, just because and like I'm super excited for to see Jared Freyer. Um, just I heard I saw that um, he's wrestling it for a bet. Right? Then he, he lost a bet to Makai Lewis, and that's why he came out for the open. Because he's, I think he's forty. Which yeah. Is crazy. So I would love to see him do well. He's a, he's a, he's a veteran. You know, he's got some tricks. Uh, but that's my top three. I'm gonna pause um, it real quick. Um, okay. Some big news dropping. Alex Clemson named Maryland head coach. Wow. Was that? Wow. That's crazy. Seven minutes ago. That's insane. How do you think? The All right. Well, you hear you. Uh, I don't actually really know. I don't know. I'll have to think about it some more, and I'll get back to you okay. guys. Um, I'd like to do some research. But that's that's crazy. You guys heard it here first. Great hire. I think that's yeah. a wonderful hire for, for um, Maryland. I think he's a great coach with a great attitude. He can really turn a program around. Mm-hmm. And he's been in there with uh, Brian Smith, who has turned a program around um, in, in just a massive way. And so he's kind of experienced that. And I think he can do the same with Maryland. I think that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, All right, let's get back to our uh, our picks. Sorry for yeah. that, but uh, that's okay. Who's uh Who's your top three, Sam? My top three are in order. Number one, Isaiah Martinez. Number two, Alex Marinelli, and the wild card, Jared Freyer. Jared Freyer. So my reasoning, it's pretty simple with Imar, Alex Marinelli. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are pretty simple, self-explanatory. But Jared Freyer, I didn't know who to pick between Logan Massa, Dan Valmont, Evan Wick. Um, I feel like Evan Wick's freestyle is it just it can't be as good as his folk style. Right. Um, Logan Massa is so inconsistent. I just I don't know if I should pick him. Yeah. And then Dan Valmont hasn't proved to be that great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I wanted to make the fun pick and Jared Freyer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hey, but, yeah. that's. That it would be crazy if he won this weight too. So if Makai can do it, Jared can do it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I know. Bet Hokies are feeling pretty good about that. <laughs> um so 79. Yep. So our, our competitors are Alex Daringer, Chance Marceller, and Joe Smith. And sorry to the competition at 79, but if we're being completely honest, uh I think this is it. I think it's just these three guys. Um Sam. How do you want to arrange them in, in order from first to third? <laughs> Shuffle uh, them up. So this is in my order. Alex Derringer, Joe Smith, Chance Marsteller. Hmm. And uh, my reasoning, Alex Derringer is super seasoned. He's he's destroyed some world-level competition. Um, lost to Kyle Dake last year. Super five to close. Five. So close. Um, I think he's just amazing. That dump of his is unstoppable. Um, so he's the clear number one to me. Mm-hmm. Uh and then number two is kind of interesting, uh, should be kind of interesting, Joseph Smith. And I think this because um, what I've saw at him at the scuffle, I think we can see of him here. At 79 kilos, which is 174 pounds, mm-hmm. um, which is how he started the season in mm-hmm. college, um, I, think, I think he's going to be super healthy here with a great gas tank. And um, I think we're going to see a super op- optimized version of Joseph Smith. And then obviously third place Chance Marsteller just because right. he lost to Joe Smith. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just thinking like Marsteller beat 
Like the last time we saw these guys wrestle, Marsh Steller beat Marinelli and Marinelli beat Joe Smith. Just saying. So, um, that's basically my reasoning. Um, let's go on to 86. Let's do that. Uh, I'll go ahead and read the competitors. Um, all right. Nick Heflin, Miles Martin, Nino Bonacorsi, Pat Downey III, Samuel Brooks, and Cameron Caffey. Mm. So, I think my my top three here are going to be Nick Heflin, then Myamar, then Sammy Brooks. Um. I don't know. I just can't like. I think Myanmar's style is going to be great. Like just, just his high, so much attacks, um, and I think he's going to be really, really good at freestyle. Um, but I just can't unsee, um, you know, Nick. Like Myanmar gets in on shots, and then Nick Heflin just chest wraps and throws him. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's my top three. Um, what about you? Yeah, so I'm going Nick Heflin, Sammy Brooks, Pat Downey. Um, and reasoning would go, um, I think Nick Heflin, same as you, I think Nick Heflin, super seasoned, uh, his chest wraps are are just dirty. I mean, he was throwing David Taylor around. Yeah, right. Nickel. Um, let's see. And then Sammy Brooks, um, is he's been looking so amazing. Um, and my reasoning for not putting Mymar there is, uh, first of all, Miles Martin has never beaten Sammy Brooks. Um, Big Tens in 20, 2017, um, it was Mymar and Sammy Brooks in the finals, and Sammy Brooks won. Um, mm-hmm. And I think Sammy Brooks is just looking that much better in freestyle. I think um, he's just going to do, gr- do great. In third place, unattached assassin, now attached at the NJRTC. But mm-hmm. um, I think he's going to do really well, but I don't think he's right there with Sammy Brooks quite yet. Yeah, I agree. And that does it for me. I agree. Um, hmm. So our, uh, our next question comes from uh, Sam Stoll's knee, actually. And he asks, what are your wrestling aspirations? Also, have you ever shot a gun? Um, <laughs> I live in Pennsylvania, central Pennsylvania. Uh, I have shot a gun before. Um, and Sam, have you ever shot a gun? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Well, I'm um, a country ne- boy. never at a knee though. I've never shot it at a knee. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. So he asked us what our wrestling aspirations are. And I think we should answer this on the next podcast because I think it, it deserves a little more thought. Um, and I haven't, I haven't put it a lot of time into the question yet, but I think we should ask it on the next show. What say you, Sam? I like the idea. Same. Um, but, but great question, Sam's knee. <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, go to 92. Read us our competitors, dude. Um, Bickle, no. That is Bo Nickel. Oh, Bo Nickel. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Moore, Mike Machiavello, and Pat Brucky. Mmm, big guns, Brucky. <sighs> All right, so my top three are going to be Bo Nickel. I hear there's no, there's no nickel like Bo Nickel. Um, Colin Moore, and then I think it's going to be Mach 5. Um, just because I think, uh, I think Colin's better than Mach. But it'll, it'll, what do you think the, the semi's going to be? Is it going to be, is Mach on the other, it'll, he'll be on the other side of Bo, right? Yeah, um, I'm not sure, but I'll check that real quick. And while I'm in the process of that, 
I'm going to read you my top three. Um, those are Bo Nickel, and then two, Mike Machiavello, three, Colin Moore. And my reasoning is um, I think Bo Nickel is uh, really good, and I think Michael Machiavello Someone say. is good. And I think he's a national champion, and I think he's a lot better in freestyle, and I think he's getting a lot better. But I think right now, Bo Nickel um, is there. And then, so second place, Machiavello. And then third place, Hayden Zilmer. Mm. Um, I think we, we didn't even list him in our competitors. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Hayden. I think, I think he's to go. But it's the way the seeds play out is uh, Zilmer at one, Nickel at two. And Machiavello at three. So um, I think it's going to be a nickel Machiavello semi. Semi. All right. So obviously that can't be a one, two. Um, right. But I think those are the top three guys in the weight. So I agree. We'll see. I agree. Um, and also, Bo, congratulations on signing with, with Scrap Life. And uh, please come back to M2. That's all I have to say. Um, <laughs> 97. Go for it. Give us our competitors. Oh, wait. Right. Did... Yeah, it's you. All right. Um, so we're going to start with Kyvan Gadsden, Ty Walls, Ben Honest, Blaze Campbell, and lastly, the old but not too old man, Kevin Beasley. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I like it. I think, um, I think mine, yours and my picks are pretty similar. Um, I'm going to pick, um, I think my top three are going to be Gadsden and then Walls, and then I'm going to take, uh, I think I'm going to take Beasley. Okay. Um, Walls has been looking, Walls is looking really good. Didn't he, he lost, or wait, he was in the finals last year, though, I'm pretty sure. Who was Walls? Walls. I think he was. Um, so, no, I think he lost to Kevin Gadsden in the semis, and Hayden Zilmer was on the other side. Or, no, it wasn't Hayden Zilmer. It was uh, Austin Schaefer uh, mm. won the other side. Here, I'll, I'll pull it up. I have the brackets right here. Um, yeah, so it was Austin Schaefer and Kevin Gadsden, I know, in the finals. Um, you're right. But I don't know which side Ty Walls was on, if he lost to Kevin or if he lost to Austin. Hmm. Um, uh, well, it's not loading, so we'll never okay. know. <laughs> but real quick. Um, my top three are Kyvan Gadsden, and then second, Ty Walls, and third, Blaze Cabell, mm-hmm. or Cabell. I don't, I'm not sure I pronounce that. that. Please get back to us, please. Gadisov. And did. I think he's the four seed, so he's going to have to get through Kyvan Gadsden to get to the finals. That's but tough. But I like his draw. I That's think tough. he'll lose to Gadsden, um, but I think he's going to take third. Nice. Nice. Um, so our next question comes from the one, the only wrestler never dies as a cat fan. And he gave us a great question a couple weeks back. Um, but he asks, he asks us, which one wrestler are you the most excited to see at the open and which one match are you the most excited for? Sam, you got to pick. What is it? This one is so tough. So uh, tough. There's so many different wrestlers that I can't wait to see and so many different matches that I can't wait to see. Um, but I'm just going to go ahead and say um, wrestler, Jason Olf on the freestyle scene. 
can't wait to experience that, and especially yeah. against such high-level competition. Um, and I believe that'll be a semis, too. Um, I'm going to check it real quick. Yeah, that's a one and a four seed. Jason Olf, James Green is going to be a semi. Mm-hmm. So, my that, goodness, I can't wait for that. That's crazy. And then, so the match I can't wait for is going to be Gilman Fix, Final X rematch. Mm. Um, and I'm hoping that match happens. Yeah. Um, just because of how fun and entertaining that match will be and was at Final X. Um, and I can't wait for that. I think that's just going to be clubbing and something I've noticed um, with Dayton against Iowa guys. Mm-hmm. I never see Dayton hit underhooks. But if oh. you go back and watch his match against DeSanto, against Gilman, right. against Ramos, he digs their, he's then they're really tight. throwing underhooks left and right. Um, and so I'm really interested to see that technical battle, uh, see if Gilman can game plan that underhook, see if Fix can and can sweep that up, make it a little bit uh, more smooth, get to his shots from that underhook. Um, but yeah, that match is just fascinating to me. Right. Um, so I think for me, <clears throat> sorry, for me, I think my the competitor I'm most interested to see, I think it's anyone who wrestles at 65. I think that's my yes. answer. Um, that's That's basically it. Other than that, I think I, I'm excited to see Bo. He's back on the freestyle scene. He took a year off. Uh, I'm just really looking forward to seeing where he's at um, because I, I'm excited for, uh, hopefully, Bo Nickel, Jaden Cox. Um, but the mo- the match I'm most excited for is Zane J.O. Because um, I, I feel like it's, you know, obviously, you can't, it can't, it's not technically a rivalry if, uh, if one guy keeps winning. But it's so close every time. And it's so, it's so exciting. Um, and they're, they're great personalities, too. So I'm, really, I'm just excited for that match. That match is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And I really can't wait. I can't wait. Okay. Um, well, the last weight. Yeah, the last weight we have, 125 kilowatts. Um, we have Adam Kuhn, uh, Derek White, Don Bradley, Tanner Hall, Yusuf Famita. And anyone named Neville's, either Nick or AJ, you can take your picks. Throw um, Tony Nelson in there, too. Starting Tony to Nelson. Oh, I didn't see that. Well, sorry, Tony Nelson. Um, And I'm really, I'm just waiting. Just, I really just want Anthony Cassar to start wrestling some freestyle. Because that's just going to be amazing. His style is going to do so well. And I'm I'm really just, I just can't wait. Uh, is he going to be at, would he be at 125 or would he be at uh, 97? Well, I don't. Really, no, I'd imagine he's at 125, but wouldn't you tell me the other times uh, that Beat the Streets was wanting him to go 97 for Snyder? Right, and, and he, he just didn't, didn't want to cut that weight. He didn't want to go. Um, so, so I would imagine it's going to be. Uh, right. And I just think, you know, <laughs> bigger is better, right? Right. Right. Absolutely. Hmm. So, my, who are your top three? My top three are going to be Adam Kuhn. Dom Bradley, Tony Nelson. Um, and just because Adam Kuhn, the Martian, going to kill it. Yeah. The big dude's going to throw around these guys. Uh, double duty, too, going to Greco. Well, no, he's already accepted his final X, so. Right. Um, he's not going to be wrestling Greco. Yeah. But I wish he was because it's so fun watching him bounce back and forth between mats. Super um, fun. And then Dom Bradley, uh, just because I think, and, and I'm just thinking ahead of Tony Nelson. Uh-huh. Um, 
he's he's beaten him in the past. Um, and I just think he's bigger, a little bit better. Uh, but Tony Nelson has had Brock Lesnar and Gable Stevenson to train with. Uh, that could be a factor. Right. Of course. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Um, I think my top three are going to be Kuhn, um, Tom Bradley, and then I think third, I think I'm going to pick Nick Nevels. Because he's actually very good at freestyle. Impressive. Some would say he's a good wrestler. Some would say. I'm going to say that. He's a good wrestler. And um, I'm just excited to see him see him do this. Well, guys, that was uh, that was a doozy. We just went through every single weight of the U.S. Open and asked. Hey, one, I got two, one more three, weight. Four, five. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Greco, 60 kilograms. My pick to win it, Daniel Dennis. Oh, same. That was my pick, too. <laughs> Dan Dennis is going to win. <laughs> we have faith in you, Dan. Oh and man! Don't get thrown on your head. That that's not fun. I've been thrown on my head before. Not fun. Um. So let's see. For uh, for those of you who don't know, we just did an interview with Dan Dennis yesterday, and um, it was it was like surreal. Just it was crazy. Dan is super awesome. I went and watched a ton of his matches, and he's really exciting. And I highly suggest you guys do it too. Um, but please go listen to our interview. Uh, I think it's up on the. Um, on the podcast right now, so go give it, go give it a shot. Um, oh, you wanna you wanna tease that one question, Sam? Let's tease it. Uh, this is from Tony Rotundo, and we plan to answer this one next week because we think it's so good, mm-hmm. and because we can make a lot of conversation. And we and, love you, Tony. Uh, yeah, we appreciate you. Um, but I want to say because next week is the conclusion of U.S. Open. And the prediction time for Beat the Streets, mm-hmm. it might go a week after that. Oh, so no. We'll see what happens. This is such a great question. We have to, we have, to uh, have a lot of time to talk about. It. He says, number one, how did you guys meet? And number two, who are the biggest upcoming youth wrestlers that will make the biggest high school and college impact? And number three, which legacy wrestlers, children of blue chip wrestlers or coaches, should be should we be watching out for? Example, uh, Nelson Brands, right? Joe Smith, someone like that. Yeah, these questions, these questions, it's so good, it's really good. Um, and we'll trust me, Tony, we're gonna get to it as soon as possible, as soon as possible. Um, but let's see, is there anything else? Nothing for me. Uh, let's um, keep encouraging these questions because we really appreciate them. It gives us so much. Uh, stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah. And uh, we really appreciate you guys giving us. I mean, we had 12 questions plus two from email this week. Yeah. Um, which was awesome. I don't think we've ever had anywhere near that. So great. Um, so I'm so excited for the future of, of our podcast. And uh, can't wait for next time already. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So, um, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Home at Advantage Wrestling Podcast. Um, I think... I think that about does it. Uh, Sam, it was a blast. Thank you so much. So, guys, the U.S. Yeah, Open so starts fun. Wednesday. Um, go over to Flow Wrestling. Check out their previews and their technique breakdowns and their bracket breakdowns and everything. Just go check it out. Um, it'll help you out. But, Sam, thank you. Thank you again. This is so fun. This is so fun. Yes, it um, is. Hey, guys, thanks again for listening. <laughs>